Wow. Um, welcome back. Never really thought we would reach the third season, but I guess here we are. it's it's been quiet some time and you know what if you are mad at us for leaving you for so long justifiably so and if you don't care justifiably so but as you all know ananya akshay and i are in our senior year of high school and that involves the application process and that is quite dramatic so we have been away uh with um, you know doing all of that work uh, our essays and stuff but we are back we did not leave you okay we are back to bring you some of the best info economic info of the world okay i don't know why i'm speaking like a journalist all right so it, it has been quite a while sorry i don't know why i'm uh, extending this intro for so long but it has been quite a while and a lot of things have happened in the last few months but the biggest thing of them all has been the war the war the war that is right the war you know i am kind of tired of um being a part of so many historic events but you know leave it to gen z to make everything about themselves am i right uh anyways uh, you know jokes aside yes we are currently witnessing the russia ukraine conflict unfold and uh, this is what this episode will be about now we know what's or i hope most of us know that there is a ukraine russia conflict going on right now but it's important to understand that this started much earlier than last thursday so it first started when so russia and the U- and ukraine were a part of the ussr now as we all know the ussr uh, split up and became several different states and of which russia and ukraine were two states neighboring states now that happened in 1991 ukraine became independent but since then there has been a lot of conflict between the two countries the in 1994 the budapest memorandum was signed now we'll be discussing this in detail in a later episode but it basically means that ukraine gave up possession of its nuclear powers and after that there's a lot of political turmoil where ukraine uh, had pro russia presidents for brief periods of time before the people revolted and re-elections took place and somewhere in the middle there around 2008 russia started fighting ukraine's nato membership which we will be explaining uh, in a while so amid all of this russia thinks it's a brilliant idea to seize crimea uh, a ukrainian peninsula with a predominantly ethnic russian population obviously this caused immense international outrage but nothing was done about it as such and crimea continues to be a region of conflict after that as we all know the current president of ukraine was elected in 2019 after his career as a comedian a uh, really interesting dude read up uh, read up about him and um he is as anti russia as you can get and then last thursday happened 
that's pretty much the history of Ukraine and Russia since 1991. I think I messed that up, but I hope you all understood. Okay. Thank you, Aksha, for the great history lesson. <laughs> I mean, we can thank AP World History for this one. But, you know, what I don't understand is why for such a long time has Putin uh, been so docile? And why now is he like, you know, acting up and, you know, actually being so prominent about his decisions, about his feelings towards um, the NATO-Ukraine thing? Feelings. Oh, I wish I had those. So to understand this, we're going to have to understand what the NATO is, right? So the NATO, which is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, that's a mouthful, um, is basically this intergovernmental military alliance, right? And it consists of 30 countries, 28 European, 2 American, not American, North American, my bad. And um, basically what happened was Ukraine earlier last year, that is 2021, asked to be a member of the NATO, right? And the issue with the NATO, uh, in the eyes of Putin, Putin, my bad. <laughs> we Okay, before I continue, I want to clarify that we spent about like a good five minutes figuring out how to say his name before we made this episode, and I still messed this up. Anyways, moving on. Um, so the issue with that is the NATO is a very openly left um organization and that and that kind of organization is not something uh russia would want a country that borders it to be a member of uh that's a very twisted sentence but you know you get what i'm going at because that would that would undermine russia's you know power and um that kind of set putin off and that is exactly why he is now attacking ukraine you go akshay uh, okay, sure. I'll go via. That was, that was, thank you. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so to continue with what we are started talking about on February 21st, 2022, that's last week. How are we in March already? There's something wrong. Uh, it's okay. I'm not good at maths. It, February 21st. Um, Russia recognized two Ukrainian regions that broke away in 2014. Now, Ukraine believed these regions to be backed by Russian terrorists. And Russia recognized them as sovereign regions. And while that was a very bold move, it is nothing compared to what Putin decided to do uh, three days later on February 24th, when Russian troops launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Uh, now, Russia had been amassing over 50,000 troops, maybe more, uh, along the borders of Ukraine for several months now. And many countries, especially uh, the United States and other European countries, which could also be collateral damage because of such an invasion, were, were worried. And Putin decided to give them cause for worry. And there is now a war going, between, going on between Russia and Ukraine. As a result to the invasion, US and Europe have imposed economic sanctions on Russia. These are essentially penalties that are imposed on a country as in order to punish them or um, as efforts to provide disincentives for targeted policies and actions. Now, what these sanctions are doing is that they are cutting off Russia from the global financial system. 
The first thing being excluding them from the SWIFT banking system, which is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication. What this is, is uh, receiving and giving out payments to foreign countries when you import or export. These are really quick payments and they do not impose uh, additional costs to the transactions. What the SWIFT uh, what the countries have done by imposing such a sanction is that they've blocked Russia's identifier code and cut it out of the international money flow. This does not only affect Russia, but it also affects the people who import or export to Russia. Another one of the financial system sanctions that have been imposed are the limitations and restrictions on the Russian central bank. So basically around six uh, 630 billion dollars uh, were um, in foreign reserve for Russia and it was like a war chest and Putin, Putin was really relying on that as a backup but because of these sanctions because of these restrictions and limitations 40% of these reserves are overseas and you cannot actually fall back on something like this because there are now restrictions imposed on it. Another one of these are the restrictions on banks, which is slowly leading uh, the people in Russia into bankruptcy. Some of the other sanctions are the restrictions on banks, uh, freezing of assets, travel bans, and countries not exporting semiconductors, computers, like basically other technological things that are required to Russia, which is leading into the supply chain crisis. Right. So how does this affect Russia, right? Because that's what all of these sanctions are for. They are to, you know, have a negative impact on Russia's economy. And they are. Uh, Russia's uh, currency, which is the ruble, its value has plummeted and has hit a record low. It's now worth less than one cent. Uh, and that's quite scary for the people of Russia. But it's that's what was meant to happen, Right. And because of the, these like record low value, this record low value of the ruble, uh, Russia's banks are now doubling their, have now doubled their interest rate. Why, as we've learned before, when we learned about the Forex market in one of our previous episodes, um, this will lead people uh, to want to save in Russian banks. So the demand for the Russian ruble will increase. And so the value of the Russian ruble will also increase, right? And that's why Russia's banks are increasing interest rates. Also, because of uh, the depreciation of Russia's currency, um, there's an incredible amount of inflation in that country. And that's bad because now prices are rising and people are stocking up on things, even though the prices are rising so much. Um, obviously, this doesn't fare well for the people of the country because in the near future, things could be as bad as they were possibly in Germany after World War One, And that's quite scary, right? Because we, and we'll talk about this a bit ahead as well, but the people shouldn't suffer for the government's issues and for the government's ego. Um, also, global restrictions have affected credit card payments and they have left Russian tourists stranded abroad. Uh, again, kind of shows how little the government actually cares about its own people and how much it cares about its ego. Uh, lastly, um, 
people who are fighting against uh, this this attack on ukraine in russia are uh, being arrested nothing new there almost 7000 people have been arrested at anti war protests and this number is only likely to increase because um again as we'll talk about in the future a lot of people are against this attack on ukraine so what we must remember is the fact that um these things these sanctions not only affect the country's economy but also the people because obviously as we know the economy and the people are kind of they're integrated to add on to via's point of about how the common russian the average citizen is affected it's important to remember as global citizens global citizens that yes we are angry that this is happening to another country uh, i i personally am te- i'm terrified just thinking about how i would feel if that was happening in my own country but it's important to differentiate the country or the political leaders of a country from those of that ethnicity so let's not have this become another situation where people are discriminating against asians because of covid or how people just ostracize an entire group of people just because of the actions of the elite few from that group now now getting back to our economics part of it countries have imposed sanctions on russia not as many as we'd hope to yet but we hope more countries do uh, soon enough but the issue is countries themselves are reluctant to impose sanctions and it's important to understand that when a country imposes sanctions there is a boomerang effect on them a boomerang effect as well so if the united states of america imposes sanctions on russia then this significantly hinders russia's ability to import certain technology and semiconductors and other sorts of equipment like ananya mentioned before but the problem is while russia can't import it it also means that the united states cannot export these materials that's a revenue lost to the citizens of the united states and that will be the case with several countries so that explains why countries are reluctant to impose sanctions on russia and why it's taking so long and why a war a war like uh, an aggression like this has gone on for 9 days in the modern world and doesn't seem to stop and doesn't seem to have any end anytime soon again as global citizens it's time we set aside economic interests and think from a humanitarian perspective people are losing their lives and livelihoods for one man's ego tussle i don't know what else to call it so i hope countries enact more sanctions or whatever else they feel would do the trick because this has to stop at some time this has to stop sometime soon i couldn't agree more with akshaya there are people that commoners there are people who do not have power they do not have say in these fights in these wars that are going on they are stuck in situations that they did not sign up for these are things that are just happening because a political leader wants to you know gain more power it is not in the interest of the people it is only a self um ego booster and it's completely wrong it's completely unfair to the people who are stuck the people not just of that particular country but of you know other people who have come into the country to either study or you know work there this is wrong and this has to absolutely stop right this second 
so we all know that people dying is bad but it's high time even these political leaders realize that and start caring for the people of their country and others that was amazing that was like and i'm about to continue this like this role of speeches guys so get ready um while we were researching for this episode on one of our very dear friends riya um sent us a story about this student from russia who's our age and how these sanctions affect students who have worked their entire lives to get into universities in the us or in another country like that and what we need to realize is while we're here complaining about assignments and tests there's people in countries like russia who have absolutely no power over you know what what the the political heads of that country decide to do and not do and are actually against what the government tries to do that have to face the repercussions of these leaders actions and we must remain mindful of these people because like akshaya said we cannot ostracize everyone from a country or a continent for something that absolutely is not their fault i just hope that this war does not last too long and i know that hope sounds so feeble considering i'm one girl in one city and like no one gives a shit about what i said uh but i really do hope and pray that this war does not go on for long because it's not just obviously so many people are dying and that's just absolutely terrible but even those who don't die have to suffer when as they live and that's just absolutely unfair we and anya could not be more right because you see while we are told us about that story of someone uh, of a russian student who's adversely been effa- affected by putin's decision to uh, invade ukraine there are also stories of students from other nations migrants who went to ukraine to study and to work who are not being allowed to leave the country as we know people are trying to seek refuge in other european nations that border ukraine now racism has decided to rear its ugly head right now and those of color who are stranded in this country are not being allowed to leave that country they are being forced to stay those of caucasian descent are allowed into the borders and your other european nations are welcoming them with open arms as refugees giving them three year study permits and the study work permits and people of color are just being denied the opportunity to free themselves from a war that they have no role in and some ukrainian officials even have the audacity to suggest that these people of color fight for ukraine now i understand that ukraine will need more manpower but forcing people to fight for a country that they do not call home on a regular basis just doesn't make sense and i don't want to call this a war because that just makes it so much more real and i just want this to end like we are said she is one girl in one city but you know what she isn't alone ananya and i are right with her and yes we're three girls with a podcast we are the most basic gen zers to ever exist on this planet but we hope that there are many others like us and i am sure that there are others like us and can someone please tell putin to stop i mean i know people have okay can someone please force putin to stop can someone just like put him in monopoly jail 
I'm sorry that that was very crude. Um, yeah, I just want the war to end. Yes. Okay. Bye. Thank you, Akshya. Um, that was amazing. Uh, we think it would be good if we observed a moment of silence for the people who've lost their lives in Ukraine. Thank you everyone for joining us uh, in that. And thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We started with what we assumed would be an episode about economics and it turned out to be about something much bigger. Uh, let's pray that all of this gets over really soon and we can soon put this behind us and it can just become a dark spot in the world's history. Thank you. Thank you.